Welcome to part two of my conversation with Nicole Chisholm of the Bougie Botanica and the Octopus Opal in Auburn, Washington. Last week we talked about different kinds of smudges and this week we continue that conversation about her process, different purposes for a variety of smudge bundles, and also how to do this in a smokeless way. We talk about our industry and talk about plans for her store and for different events that she's got in mind. Thank you for stopping by today. In Monday's meditation, we'll do a we'll do a body smudge, an energetic body smudge. Hello, and welcome to Blue Lightning Healing Meditations. My name is Susie Parker Goins, and this is my podcast in which I talk about metaphysical topics that are catching my attention. You can find me on the web at bluelightninghealing.com. You can contact me at Susie at bluelightninghealing.com. Please like, comment, subscribe, favorite, hit the support button. Share with your friends, share the love. Thanks. Every healing I do starts with a smudge. I take whichever smudge product I feel is appropriate. And yes, all 25 different smudge products have a specific reason. Like cedar clears spiritual energy as well as physical. Rosemary is an excellent healing cleanse. Um, mugwort is a wonderful magical cleanse as well as a physical cleanse. So, I mean, they all have their own specific way and sweet grass is actually something I call the space antidepressant. It actually makes your space feel lighter, more peaceful and it uplifting. So there are so many different ways to do this. It surprises me that people choose not to be a participant in their spiritual health as much as their physical health, actually even their physical health uh, or any kind of health, why they don't choose to educate themselves or why they don't choose the best product that's going to work for them. My, my question is they go, do you have sage? And I always say, well, what are you trying to cleanse? My house. Okay. What happened in your house that you want to cleanse it? Are you trying to get rid of a ghosty? Are you clearing a bad breakup? Um, was somebody ill in the house? Did they die? Uh, it, do you have a child going through puberty? Holy shit, poltergeist energy. You know, like there's <laughs> so much, of that. right? So, <laughs> like there's so much. It's not a, I tell, I tell people this is my favorite thing to say is white sage is Clorox bleach. It gets rid of everything, including the positive. So when you white sage a room, you are clearing the energy as well as any positive energy that you might've had in there. Whereas if you choose blue sage, blue sage will get rid of all energy that keeps you from healing, but will leave the good stuff, right? Uh, Same with cedar and juniper. They will cleanse spiritual and physical, but they will leave the good stuff. So, I mean, there's so many different things and I can talk to people about every one of them. And I think that people should learn that there's just so much you can do. There's never nothing you can do. There's never one size fits all. I, you will never walk into my store and hear me say, you have to, or, oh no, you don't do that. That will never happen in my store. It will more like, excuse me, more likely be what is it you are trying to accomplish and how can I help you do that? Or you can try this, you can try that, you can do this. Do you have any religious affiliations or spiritual beliefs? Okay, we can work with those or no. Okay, well, this is what I would do. 
if I were planning it myself. Here are all the ingredients. We can try it like this. Um, and because my job is not to fix you. My job is to educate you and support you. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. So out of these, for your store specifically, you say you have yeah. 25 products. Yeah. Is, but so you've got categories though, right? You would have the, the burning stuff, the smoking stuff. Um, and we have and, sprays. Okay. The mm-hmm. sprays, do those, ref, are those a mirror of the same kind of um, things? That you they can be. Burn? I don't, personally, I don't think they're as effective as the smoke cleansers. However, if you're living in a house where they don't allow burning, or if you do have COPD or asthma, they, they carry the same energetic signature and they are literally still physically pushing the energy out because the spray is pushing the energy out just as much as the energetic signature. Uh, I do have categories. Um, like for instance, I have a smudge that has cedar and pink larkspur and that will get rid of big, bad, malevolent energy. Um, it, I have big, bad smudges, uh, bad smudges, uh, regular smudges and teeny tiny gentle smudges. Um, I have like, there's white sage and then there's royal sage, which is a form of white sage, but it has a cleaner smell. Uh, And then there's Shasta sage, which is grown on Mount Shasta, which a lot of people consider to be a sacred place. And then there is wild sage, which is different because it is literally wild crafted. So it has no... Um, pesticides or anything on it so in my store in particular uh, every single one of my sages if I can help it are pesticide free organic and made by small businesses women-owned businesses or family-owned businesses Um, I never buy from a huge corporation I try to support local artists and uh, that does include my smudge products my soap products I have all sorts of, well, let's just say I support local artists and I support local psychics and I support the people who need to be supported as much as I do. Cool. That's so cool. Yay. Yay. So different kinds of smudges. So um, you've talked about your procedure, right? You go counterclockwise, Mm -hmm. setting the intention. That's more, that's like the really big, big thing, I think. for That's, any it, kind that's of actually probably, work. probably bigger than the type of smudge that you use because yeah. um, I'm, I'm one of those people that's like, use what you have, right? So, you know, if you want to smudge, but you can't afford to go and this, you know, this is, this is viable these days, that five bucks that you could use to buy a smudge stick, you may also use to buy milk or you may also use to buy eggs. So you can, your intention, if you have incense at home, you can use incense to clear because it still has smoke, right? You'll have to work a little bit harder, but you can still use incense. And so setting your intention then becomes incredibly important. If you have bay leaves at home in your spice cabinet, you can use bay leaves to cleanse a house. So setting your attention becomes super important. Because burning a bay leaf can be used for magic or smoke cleansing. So you have to be super clear. I'm burning this bay leaf because I am 
removing harmful energy from the space, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I would say it is probably more important than the material you use. Okay. So intention. Oh, I brain farted. Oh. What? <laughs> I brain farted. I, I was going to go somewhere I thought you with said this. that, but I was like, did I really hear that? Yes, you did. Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah. yeah of course you did. We don't yeah, do of course I heard that. Yes. I know. I tell, I tell people like, you know what? Uh, I'm a compassionate, loving human shell, um, but I am not love and light. So I will tear you a new one if you need it. I uh, swear constantly. Um, I will tell you what you need to hear. I don't sugarcoat anything. I will be as diplomatic as possible. But if you're looking for somebody to pet you and hold your hand, I will do so to a degree, but if you need an ass kicking, you're going to get an ass kicking. Yeah, you. I, so. I, I, there is that. It's a mutually agreed upon yeah. relationship. I can provide you the tools that I have. I can teach you what I know, but it's not going to do you any good if you're not. It's not going to do the client. If you're not good, participating. If that's yeah. right. So you've, it's, it's a mutual thing. So yeah. I, a facilitator is such a 1980s word. Let me it it is. The term facilitator makes me feel like I'm in a corporate room with like one of those slide things and we're talking about software. That's what it makes me feel like. Yeah. Yeah. Corporate words like let's solution this. It's like, what? <laughs> is that a word? Hey, brainstorm. Oh, ouch. <laughs> that one's like mm, no no we won't because you know some of us don't have a brain so I would rather just universe it <laughs> universe that maybe that's good universe it so if I but wanted... I mean uh, go ahead <laughs> no you first okay so I talked to people a lot um even in all of this about their miniverse. So the miniverse, there's the universe, the U-N-I-V-E-R-S-E, mm-hmm. and then there's the Y-O-Universe, which is the universe. Mm-hmm. And then there's the miniverse. How do I want my universe to look? Mm-hmm. So it's called the miniverse, which I also in the process of trademarking. But I especially talk about it when people are manifesting because they have a tendency to believe the secret and to believe all of those people who make it seem so easy. Oh my God, you can never, you can absolutely get anything you want. All you have to do is wish really hard and want it. And I go, yes. And, and no, <laughs> uh, you can't absolutely manifest anything you want in this lifetime. If you know where you are in your mind right now. So for me, I I grew up with wealthy parents and I grew up with asshole wealthy parents. Therefore, money is dirty to me. So my brain says you can manifest as much money as you want, but it's going to be gone in two days because it's not safe to have because people who have money are evil. So somebody who's been making, let's say minimum wage their whole life. Okay. You've been making 12 bucks an hour your whole life and you've read The Secret, and you got some books, and you've heard about the law of attraction, you're like, I want $50,000. So logistically speaking, do you actually believe your brain thinks $50,000 is going to be safe for you? No. So what does your mindiverse really look like? 
my mind of virus looks like I wake up in the morning. I spend time with my significant other. Uh, I go to work for a while where I, I work for a few hours. Excuse me again. I only work four days a week. I come home. I spend time with my significant other. Then I do some self-care. We watch some TV together. We have some dinner. And then I go to bed, rinse and repeat. That's what my mindiverse looks like. Um, it did not look like that when I started thinking about it that way. I was single and I was renting a room and I was working an overnight job that was, I wasn't sleeping. Everything was really terrifying. And then I sat down one day and I defined what I wanted. What do I want my mindiverse to look like, my universe? So as soon as I started doing that, I woke up one day and I went, oh my God, I'm living that life. I am living it. I work four days a week. I mean, the store's open seven days a week, but I work four days a week. Um, I work seven hours a day. Uh, uh, you know, not inclusive of research and stuff like that. Um, I wake up and I spend time with my husband. We have breakfast together. We have dinner together. Uh, very rarely do we not. And all of that was because I took where I was and moved my way towards what I needed. So when you, divide, you define your mindiverse, that's where you are now. That's where you are right now. And then you can define where you want to go and you baby step it up, right? Yeah. So uh, mindiverse is actually as important as universe because you're participating in your manifestation. You're participating in what it is like saying, I want $50,000 isn't enough. It's like, okay, well, why do you need $50,000? Like, what are you going to do with that? How happy are you going to feel? What does it look like? What does it smell like? What does it feel like? Does it mean a difference in your life that you can be tangible? And if you've only made $20,000 a year, how are you going to tell your brain that it's safe to make $50,000 overnight? And there are lots of ways to do it, which I believe is another discussion for another day, <laughs> but it does touch a lot on what we're doing here. Because if, if your brain doesn't think you're safe to be clean, to be healthy, you won't be. So yeah, yeah the brain is a very strange thing. You would think that the, the safe, the survival brain would be the kind of brain that says, ooh, fire burns, I better not touch that. Um, and in the primal way, it is that, but it is also this, Ooh, uh, that guy hit you. You survived it. Let's do it again. Yeah. You've, you've survived it. It's familiar. We know it's safe so we can do it again. Yeah. That's how the survival brain works. So if you've been pulled your whole life and all of a sudden you want to be like rolling in it, well, you better find a way to show your brain that that's safe. And the way to do that is with little steps. Yeah. Same with healing. If your brain doesn't think that it's safe for you to be healed, smudged, cleansed, whatever, baby step it, start with a smudge, Yeah. then go with a heavier, do your smudge, then go with what I call my egg smudge. Now this is a fun one. This egg smudge uh, is something similar to what the Latin community calls Olympia, which is a cleansing. And it's where you take an ordinary egg from your refrigerator and you write your name on it. You take a candle, you put this candle in the bathroom, you take a hot bath. 
this is the integral part. You take a hot bath in the dark, watching the candle with the egg floating around you with your name on it. And then you feel every emotion that comes up. You let go of everything that you've been storing in your body. You let go of as much as you can until you stop emoting. Then that means that egg is full, right? So then you get up, you air dry, you never wipe yourself off in this situation. And then you take that egg and you blow out that candle and you go somewhere where you can throw that egg far, far away from yourself, preferably somewhere where an animal might eat it because the animal will take that negative energy and transmute it to positive nourishment. So that's another way of cleansing yourself, your aura, your body. Um, that's non-detrimental to the health. So there's a smokeless cleanse, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's so very like, cool. <laughs> and it is very cool. And I do it quite often. I took a, like a mini vacation when my mom was here about two, three weeks ago, we went to Cannon Beach and I bought a dozen eggs while we were there. And I put five of them in the bath with me at once because I knew I had so much going on. <laughs> And then I threw them away where I knew elk would eat them. And then I took another five and did the same thing the night after and burned down a couple of candles and threw them in a different place where I knew elk would eat them. And I felt like somebody had lifted a thousand pound weight right off my shoulders and my skin looked better. My hair felt better. Like I just felt so much lighter and cleaner and people were like, did you do something with your hair? And I'm like, probably, but I don't think that's what you're looking at. This, so, you this, know, it's, it's, it's a very powerful, very simple cleansing that you can do yeah. with a simple egg and a candle. And if you have somebody you'd like to call on, call on them to comfort you during this time. Uh, I do. I call on the goddess Yumea because she's been a primary goddess of mine for, oh God, ah, 20 some odd years. Um, but you don't have to, you can just simply allow it to happen. And the nice thing about smudging and about cleansing is that you don't have to be, you don't have to talk to Jesus. You don't have to talk to anybody. You can just allow it to happen. Um, I like to tell people, um, you don't have to choose anything. You can be a Buddhist and a magical practitioner. You can be a healer and a Christian. You can be anything that you choose to be. Magic is the same as faith. Without faith, yeah. you can't have magic. Without magic, you can't have faith. It's that simple. Yeah, so like with the cleansing, there's my cat Voodoo who mm -hmm. just couldn't resist being here. Hi, Voodoo Kitty. Um, so, I mean, that's such a powerful thought. I don't have to choose. I just need to participate. And then it clicks. I am the magic. Even in the smudging, you're still the magic because you're setting the intention. Yeah. You're setting the idea. You're doing the work. I am the magic. I am the power. I am the healer. So that's awesome. See, I, you got me on a soapbox. Ha ha. Yeah, no worries. No worries. I mean, I call it the, the thesaurus of, of love. Because True. you can look at it, you know, whatever belief system you're in, 
no. or however that manifests. There was once um, a woman, her husband was sick and I said, can I send him Reiki? And she went, oh, no, 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 I don't believe in that. How about I pray for him? Oh, yeah. yeah. All the same thing. And so and it, it just goes to the same place. It's just, it's all different branches and techniques. And it's like, when somebody comes into my store and this does happen and they go, oh, I was raised super Christian. And I go, hey, that's, don't worry. Jesus and I love each other. We just have an open relationship and can see other people. And they instantly have nothing to say to that because the whole idea behind Christ's words is love, right? Yeah. Um, and I also tell them you never have to choose. You don't have to choose between feeling good and your beliefs. Like it's somebody, whoever told you that is not your friend. So yeah, you don't kinda... have to choose to feel good to give up your beliefs it, you it don't have the to purpose go. of having the beliefs which exactly. is to help you be a better person to help you exactly it up and the help. whole point of faith is to grow yeah. and to feed our soul um so you know i'm expanding into the space next door where yeah. we'll be having the fairs and i've named it the soul area something that makes things grow so in here you are feeding your soul so we're going to be having the craft fairs, the psychic cares. I'm going to be having yoga. I'm going to be having classes. I'm even going to be having um, non-denominational AA and uh, NA for people. Because I know that a lot of uh, people struggle with the higher power when they don't have the faith like that. So I'm designing it based on the chakra system instead of a higher power. You're using your higher self as your higher power by working through each of your chakras to find out where that is, the hole that you're feeding, right? Yeah. Where's that hole? And so we're going to be doing that. In fact, I'm having lunch with somebody who's going to be uh, facilitating that with me. And that time I am going to use facilitating because that's what it is. We are that actually is. going to be yeah. facilitating. So, I mean, people have to have faith to grow. And in order to have faith, you have to have magic. That's a fact. Faith is the belief in something that you cannot see, hear, or feel, but believe strongly is there. While magic is the belief in and the faith that what you want can happen or that the impossible can become possible. They are the same thing. Um, and I get kind of tired of people separating them. There's no separation. We yeah. all love each other. We're all part of the same thing. Uh, people like to define things to feel safe and I like people to feel safe. So um, for those of you who are listening, if you ever need a safe place to sit, you're always welcome at the store. You don't have to spend anything to feel safe. That That's truth. We don't, we don't turf people out because they can't afford to buy anything. We will talk to you. We will love you anyway. So yeah, we just won't, we just won't be love and light. That's all you'll probably hear us swear or you know you'll probably hear us talk about the weirdest things but you're always welcome you're always safe in my stuff in my spot so and it's about balance too you've got mm -hmm. to have the the light and the shadow otherwise yeah. you get no depth yeah yeah like one of the one of my favorite conversations to have with people and and i mean this is i people have heard me um rant about wiccans and most of the time I rant about Wiccans because there are those who gaslight and gatekeep and tell people what they can and can't do. Mm -hmm. And 
I, I don't believe in that because I believe you have your own personal magic and nobody has the right to tell you how to do it. And then they go, but you can't do this. And I'm like, you can do anything you want, sweetie. Yeah, like whoever is telling you, you can't do that is not your friend. Like your friend says, go for it. I'll bail you out. That's yeah. what your friend says. Your yeah. friend doesn't say, oh, you can't do that. Oh my God. I mean, they can advise against it and say, hey, I'm not really so sure you're up for that. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I love that yeah. shirt. Yes. That's a horrible it. idea. Yeah. What time? Yeah. Yeah. Time. yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I think it, there is so much as, as much as somebody says they are spiritual in that confined belief system way. It's so much more about ego and, and that fear. And I don't, I really don't grok to the fear-based I don't, stuff. Anymore. I don't get it either. I don't get it. Like the, the, um, the phrase, I'm an accurate healer. I'm an accurate reader. Okay. Who told you that? I'm just wondering. So did your ego tell you that? Because only somebody with ego would actually say that mm. because a healer or a reader, I, I can't tell you that what I'm going to say resonates with you. I can only tell you what comes to me through the channel. If it resonates with you, it's accurate. If it doesn't resonate with you, maybe maybe not but yeah. ego nowhere in there now it's possible to have your feelings hurt sure i've had my feelings hurt once or twice especially by somebody who tests you or who what am i feeling right now and i go oh seriously i'm not gonna play that game with you it's not a party trick it's not a party trick and it's not a party trick and yeah. um most of what i do is help you through trauma so uh, if I'm going to help you through trauma, um, these questions are inappropriate and I will tell you so. When am I going to die? Or when is this going to happen? Or what am I thinking right now? None of those will get any reaction from me, but F off and get away from my table. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you'll get from me. But if you come to me and you say, I'm so upset and I don't know why, or my mom passed away two years ago and I can't get over it. I can help you because that is what I'm here to do, right? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, ego doesn't belong anywhere in our industry and yet it is everywhere, right? There are some people who shall not be named that I feel are, are barely human in our industry. And they're like, I, you know, I joke around, I used to be terrified of aliens and, and it would freak me out. And then, um, you know, I had a couple of experience with yourself and a few other people that, sort of released that fear for me. Um, and I truly feel that these people that I'm speaking of, the ones that have ego are like reptilians. They're like feeding on the people like, yeah, well, you know, Sasquatch says this and Sasquatch says that. And uh, by the way, the Galactic Federation is coming for you all. And I'm like, oh my God, you're terrifying people. And, or they'll, they'll say, Jesus told me to tell you uh, Archangel Michael, Archangel Raphael, or I speak with the angels and I go, pretty sure the archangels don't have, um, what is that? Free will. Pretty sure they don't. Pretty sure they have to be told by the divine where to go. So now you're, you're speaking from ego. Now, if you say my messengers, whom I think are angels, because you're not 100% sure, 
none of us are, let's be honest, right? I only know who they tell me they are. I only know how they feel to me who they are. I can't guarantee that the person I'm talking to is the person they're saying they are unless you validate that for me by saying, wow, that sounds like my uncle John or that sounds yeah. like my brother Jim or whatever. Uh, do I believe? And when I say my gods are talking to me, well, they feel honest when they say they're a god and they have done some mighty powerful things for me. So I'm going to assume it. But are we really truly sure? No, but that's why it's called faith and magic. That's what that's what it's there for. So people who don't have things to believe in are dead inside. And people who use ego are limiting themselves. They are limiting themselves to be on this level when they could be on a level so much more exponential if they would allow true love to actually be there. Like, you don't have to be a pushover to love people. You don't even have to be weak to love people. In fact, you're not. You're stronger when you love people. It's, it's that whole idea that, oh, you must be a pushover because you're kind. Well, you know what? That might've been true when I was a teenager, but good luck. Good luck now. So warriors come from love. A warrior doesn't walk around fighting for something they might believe in. A mercenary might, uh, you know, a soldier might, but a warrior does not fight for something they don't believe in. It's that simple. Yeah. We're all warriors. That means we all have love and we believe in what we're talking about. So when you put your own ego in the way, you're fighting for yourself. You love for yourself. Maybe that'll work for you. Probably not, but it could, you know, <laughs> seriously, I, I could go on forever. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me see. Um, one of the questions I ask is, what are your final thoughts? But you've given us so much to think about. So. I don't really know. And my final thoughts are like, ah. Uh, yeah. Um, no, no worries. Um, I think we're good. So what I want to do is, though, have you give us, um, give me some specifics about the store, about your events, about how to get a hold of you. Okay. So uh, you, let me do a lead in real fast. All right. And then that way. I will I, drink the root beer. So okay. I will automatically so that, shut up. So <laughs> thank you, Nicole Chisholm. This has been so enlightening. I know so much more about it and you've given me so much to think about now. Gee, oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so it's amazing. And that's what I love about doing this. I don't have to do the research. I don't have to write the script. I get to talk to my <laughs> friends and I get to learn new stuff. <laughs> like usually I learn so much from you so that's kind of honoring in a big way um you know I truly was honored for you to ask me because I I see myself as a working stiff in this world even though I work on this level I'm still a worker you know so it's really nice to be able to talk about something with people and have them appreciate it um and I had so much fun and you can reach me very easily, actually. Um, the store's name is the Bougie Botanica and the Octopus Opal. We have a Google page that gets like 11,000 hits a week uh, or profile, I guess. Uh, you can also reach me uh, as the Bougie Octopus on Instagram or on Facebook. And my email 
um, is Miss Nicole with a K, all one word, at thebougiebotanica.com. Now, our store is designed to have all of the things you would expect in a magical or metaphysical store, plus some things you don't expect to see. Um, but for you to feel comfortable, this is your store. I just built it the way I wanted to build it, but it's actually your store. Because without you, uh, it's not a store. It's just a museum, right? Uh, also, uh, we do have events coming up. A Sherry and I have joined forces to do craft fairs. As Sherry runs the Urban Unglued craft fairs. So every weekend, there's going to be a fair in the solarium. And at our store, we're going to be teaching uh, card reading, cosmic therapy, which is what I do. The integration of coaching and psychic work all together on how to get to where you need to go. Uh, we also are going to be teaching yoga for empath psychics and for people who have chronic inflammation and pain. Uh, that would be me. And we also do readings and healings and house cleansing. So, I mean, we do generally the same uh, plus plus. We're like a value added. <laughs> We're a value added store. <laughs> and I, you know, I love you to death. I miss you fiercely. So you're going to have to come visit or I'm going to have to come visit you. Yeah, um, we are. You're looking at having psychic fairs in the store. Yeah, well, actually, it's next door. Okay. Uh, like the space that I have rented is right next door to my store, literally right there. Okay. Um, but I do, I will do teachings in my store, but the, the actual fair is in the space, the solarium. Okay. Um, and in our store, we do readings and healings. And in the solarium, we do the classes and the community stuff. Okay. Uh, it, if you've ever been to Auburn, we're right downtown. And it it's like, my space and this space are right next to each other and if there was a hole cut through the wall it would be very better but they won't let us do that oh, well. oh. um so it was a huge jewelry store on one side and up where our store is it was a shoe store so it's like we now have taken up like one quarter of the block really? um, and i feel really 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 grateful and special and um, honored that the universe pushed me in this direction because I, I honestly wasn't going to do it. They, I was like, oh, that's really expensive. How can I do it? And then the universe brought me Sherry and Sherry and I came together and figured out how we could make this a community effort, like how we could do this together. And I thought, wow, that's pretty cool. And then more and more people were coming in. Do you teach classes? Do you do this? I'm like, hell yeah, bring it on, sister. Come at me, bro. So, you know, that's the kind of way it is right now. Cool. Ah. cool. So the next fair. Uh, my psychic fair, the next, because I had to postpone my psychic fair because the renovations hadn't been finished. My next psychic fair is July 11th uh, or 10th, 11th, 12th, I believe. Okay. So, um, and we have a lot of walk-by. So there is the potential to have a really wonderful fair. Um, okay. So That'll... definitely, if you're interested, let me know. Yeah, Anybody who's listening, if you're a psychic, a healer, or a craftsman that makes witchy, psychic -y things, you come talk to me. If you're an artisan or an artist of any kind, please speak to Sherry Vineyard at the Urban Unglu Unglued Freaks and Fair. Okay. Cool. 
cool. So those, I guess, were my final thoughts. Okay. That's very cool. Very cool. So thank you so very much. I just. Oh, no, thank you. I really do. I really loved it. It was so much fun. Namaste, my dear. Namaste. I will see you later. I'm going to mute.